0: Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. So I wanted to talk today about imprecatory psalms, which is kind of awesome. So imprecatory psalms are psalms that bring curses on other people. Not really a common topic. So, you know, my middle name is Joy. For real, that is a happy word. It's one of the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, right? So I I don't normally wander around thinking about curses or really anything else unpleasant because that would be unpleasant. And so it was so shocking to me when one of my friends pointed out that one of the female Hebrew words for joy is the word uh, sim ha. Sorry, I didn't get the ch right. Think about bach, Amy, bach. Okay, ha. something like that. And, uh, you know, the, the first letter in that word, the, the S sound, is ah, that word means destroy. And, you know, I think of destroy really only as it applies to the enemy, right? John 10, 10 tells us that the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came that we might have life and have it abundantly. So that's awesome. So where is this whole destroy thing coming from? And it was so striking to say, oh, but Jesus came to destroy the works of the enemy. And actually that makes sense. And because there are things that are so bad that we don't want them to be allowed to thrive in this earth. And you know, one of um, the people who I've listened to as a teacher, Suzette Tordy out of Australia, she talks about how um, there's a scripture in the Psalms that says that righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne, speaking of God. And she said, Christians are pretty good at the righteousness part. I mean, maybe we don't all live it out exactly, but we understand it and we want, we seek for it. And she said, but the justice part, we don't really know even where to go with that. And so she said, if righteousness and justice are like two oars, and we've just gotten rid of the justice oar, then we're just going to be paddling in circles. And, you know, it's really a fascinating topic because when we look at the heart of Jesus, clearly when he was on the earth, James and John were kind of upset on his behalf. Like you've been dishonored by this Samaritan village. How about if we just call down fire from heaven? Doesn't that sound awesome? And Jesus was like, whoa, Um, no, don't do that. Um, And so that didn't, that was not allowed to stand, right? Their, Their desire for revenge. And yet it's also fascinating because Jesus could look ahead when he's riding into Jerusalem and during the triumphal entry of the week before his death, he weeps because he can see and he says, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, if only you had known the day of your visitation, but now it is hidden from your eyes. And he weeps because he can see that the destruction is coming. The judgment is actually going to fall and the entire nation of Israel is going to be wiped out and dispersed in one gen like in the next generation and so oh this is this is weighty weighty and so I think there's a part though where God gave us the whole counsel of God in his scriptures and so if we just kind of ignore certain passages as if like oh that's just a little too uncomfortable no no I'm a little bit too nice for that one then is it possible that we're missing some of those things that the lord is actually wanting us to stand against. Um, I don't, I don't know. I'm just offering that as a possibility. And so for me, I really like Psalm 94. Um, Sons of Korah, which is an Australian music group, they did a recording of Psalm 94 that there are days where I will just listen to it over and over again and weep because it's so powerful. And I mean, it has a driving bass and stuff too, so it's pretty awesome. But it's so intense, you know, because at one point they even say, take heed, you senseless ones, you fools. When will you understand, you fools? Does the God who teaches man all things not know? And you think, wow, yeah, that is pretty stupid. Like, Really? You think the God who made the universe doesn't know what you're doing? And they they go on, the psalmist goes on and asks these questions. Does he who formed the eye not see? Does he who formed the ear not hear? Does the God who disciplines nations never punish? Like, are you kidding me? You think this doesn't happen? And so I think... (laughs) Personally, it's almost awkward to even read this psalm aloud, quite frankly, because growing up in the church, I know that Jesus was not happy when people called others fools. Um, So there's almost a part even of like, is it legal to actually read this psalm aloud? I don't know. Um, But I'm going to trust that if we're reading the scriptures, we're probably not going to be able to get too far away. And, And then to say like, Lord, there actually are things that are so wicked and vile that we want them stopped. We want child slavery stopped. We want abuse, child abuse stopped. We want wickedness on college campuses to be stopped. Lord, there's, you know, we can keep going, but I think anytime there's wickedness against children, that's always a little bit of an easier sell and a little bit less um, disagreement, you know? (laughs) And so I, oh, I am just going to actually pray this Psalm because maybe not the whole thing, but a part of it, because I do feel like there is something in this season where the Lord is saying, there are things that need to be destroyed. Like I, in my justice need to destroy. So um, yeah, Lord, I am just going to come to you and say, I am grieved Lord on behalf of of the people that you've made. Lord, that we call on you. Lord, I don't actually even know what it looks like that you are a God who avenges, but I can say, oh God who avenges, shine forth. I do want you to shine forth in this world, Lord, that you, you be the true light that lightens every man. Rise up, judge of the earth. Pay back to the proud what they deserve. How long, Lord, will the wicked, how long will the wicked be jubilant? Oh, and Lord, this is such a contrast because then just two chapters later in Psalm 96, it talks about how the creation is jubilant because the judge has come to judge in righteousness and faithfulness. And so, Lord, <laughs> the fact that the, that right now it's the wicked who are jubilant, we would way rather have the creation be jubilant because you've come to judge. And then, Lord, it goes on. They pour out arrogant words. All the evildoers are full of boasting. They crush your people, Lord. They oppress your inheritance. They slay the widow and the foreigner. They murder the fatherless. They say the Lord does not see. The God of Jacob takes no notice. Lord, this is a really pretty severe list of charges against you, honestly to say that you don't see that you take no notice that's a painful indictment i'm just telling you you don't want that as your reputation and so then lord i speak to these evildoers it says take notice you senseless ones among the people you fools when will you become wise does he who fashioned the ear not hear does he who formed the eye not see does he who disciplines nations not punish does he who teaches mankind lack knowledge The Lord knows all human plans. He knows that they are futile. Oh, Lord, this is so harsh. It's so harsh. And so, Lord, I don't actually really know how to pray this, but I'm asking you to teach. I'm asking you to teach in wisdom. Lord, I'm asking that for those who are truly working wickedness, that you would give them the chance to repent. We love, Lord, that you have so much forbearance. I get towards all of us so much mercy and grace. But Lord, if they refuse, if they are obstinate and stubborn and continue to work wickedness, Lord, we ask you to break out their teeth. This is just from the Psalms like don't let them bite anymore. Make the make the pain that they can inflict stop. And so Lord, I'm asking that they would indeed take heed, that they would not be foolish. Lord, that you And then, Lord, I'm asking that you would indeed enact judgment, Lord, in your time and in your way. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for how your character is so multifaceted. It's like we get to just constantly pursue you, and there's always more for us to find. Thank you, Lord. You are so good. We worship and adore you. Amen.